I'm a little irritated with you right now. What did I do today? I think you did this on purpose. I did do it on purpose, but not for the malicious oh. reason that you think I did it. So we're, we have it on our show schedule today to test out this magic cereal that I, it's literally called magic spoon cereal. And it's like healthier versions of stuff we used to eat when we were a kid. And I wanted to do it on the show yesterday. And Jeff's like, no, let's not do it. Let's do it on the Tuesday show. So then I had to wait because he wouldn't let me taste test it before we were actually recording. It's not and that I wouldn't let you. It's that... You didn't know that it would have, it, it had arrived. We hadn't, we, we, it just, it was a, yesterday's show was hectic. And then today he puts it on the show schedule as the very last segment we're doing. I'm like, come on. Because we're going to be eating and <sighs> we don't want to spend the entire episode like. People, no, don't make the mouth noise. Jeff, that is gross. People are going to be hating on you for that. And that's why I did it at the very end. So we can finish it and be done with it. And we don't have an entire episode of. Ew, Jeff, people are already going to tune out like that. There are some people that are like, I'm done not listening to this episode. I bet we have lower listeners on the show. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. But for real, that was really gross. This is your first episode of The Upside. Welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for the fact that at least my dad's having decent weather up in Syracuse because it's still raining here in Atlanta. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that there was nothing wrong with my car yesterday. I had to take it into the shop thinking they were going to tell me something bad, and they told me nothing is wrong, no charge, come pick it up. Whoop, whoop. Realized yesterday that I hadn't checked in with my dad in a, a few days since we had gone up to Nashville, so I reported to him that it was 45 degrees and raining here in Atlanta, and he responded with, huh, it's almost 60 and sunny here. Ridiculous. But whatever. All right, here are my three random things for today. We're going to do this right at the top of the show, so we have plenty of time to eat cereal at the end. <laughs> uh, this one, I almost don't even want to say out loud because this means we'll have to do it, and I don't, I, I don't want to believe this to be true. Okay. But if you would like to know how many roaches are in your house. Why? Why? set a roach trap for 24 hours for every single roach that you catch. There are 800 more somewhere in your home. What says who it's a, a article from men's health magazine. Shut I up. I don't know what. So how about this? What if you leave a, um, how's this for your upside? What if you leave a trap out and there are zero roaches? Right. So do you want to do that tonight? Um, because like it, I'm kind of scared, but also it, we haven't seen a roach since your shower incident from last week. And the exterminator came and sprayed like somebody comes and, and how often do they come? Like three times, once, once a month uh, or once every three months. I think it's like once every three months, but they'll come back if you have any issues. So, uh, after the shower roach incident, we, we called that an issue. We called him and he came back and resprayed. By the way, little side note, and I'm getting totally off tangent. We have the nicest bug guy ever. 
Yeah, he is really he's nice. He's so cool. He like gave us a cell phone and he's like, if you need anything, let me know. And I was telling my parents, like we were at dinner with my parents and we were talking about what pest control company we signed up for because, you know, there's a ton and how do you know until you just pick one. And my parents are like, oh my God, that's who we use. Who's your technician? And we said it. I forget his name. And my dad was like, Brad, we love Brad. And he's every, been our guy for like 12 years. He's the best. He, he's like the go-to guy in the the suburb of Atlanta that we that we live in because because then your parents were like, yeah, they use him and they use him. He's very popular. Yeah. So uh yeah, so shout out to to him. So do you want to get a roach trap or would you, is this a situation where we would just rather not? I think know? for me, don't ask, don't tell is like the best. I don't want to ask that question. Because we haven't seen any bugs in the house no. in two weeks. Blissful ignorance is totally fine. Okay. It just makes me nervous when it rains this much because that's when I'm convinced the bugs are going to start to learn that inside is much better than outside. I don't really think the bugs think like that. They might. Do you know how small their brains are? I would. I would think that. I would use- If you were a bug, no, you wouldn't. If I was a bug outside in one month of rain, my tiny brain would eventually go, you know what? I'm going to see what's in there. And I would go in there until Brad the bug guy shows up. Uh, <laughs> here's the second random thing I've got. Researchers, uh, and this is from a scientific journal called Science Advances. Researchers say that cooler temperatures at night do not increase wakefulness or negatively impact sleep quality if it's cooler. However, if it's warmer, then people are uh, tend to wake up more and have less quality sleep. Yes. So you know when you move into a if you're if you're a smart person when you especially when you go into a hotel room and then you hit the button and jack the temperature all the way down to like sixty four yep. or the lowest it'll possibly go. Mm -hmm. That's the proper way to sleep, which is fine by me, and I totally agree with that. I have a really hard time sleeping when it's hot. Jeff doesn't, but I definitely do. Oh, I, also, I, hate, I hate sleeping when it's hot. But you'll do it. Like there have been times where, remember a couple of years ago when our air conditioning was broken for a significant period of time and like they, they they didn't, we lived in an apartment and the apartment complex didn't believe us that it wasn't working. Well, They're like, well, it's on. And we're like, well, but it's like 85 degrees in here. We were like sweating at night and I was very close to saying, we got to get a hotel because it was so hot and Jeff seemed to be fine with it. I get really weird. I have really weird dreams when I'm hot. I need the air to be moving more than I, so if it's more hot. You need it to be cold. Yeah. But I remember the the thing in the apartment was um, what the air conditioner would work fine for like four hours and then it would stop working, which is just enough time for all the people to go home. So they're like, we fixed it. We're like, great. It would be cool in there. And then, you know, it works for four hours. Then, and then it takes 5.02. And then it takes about an hour for you to realize that it's not cold anymore. And then, and then you're like, oh, crap. But yeah, I remember that. You did not enjoy that at all. No, no. And, and, and But mainly because it's hard for me to sleep. And then I have really weird dreams. Like, you know, the dreams where you have where like you're at a house that you're familiar with, but you don't recognize where it is and someone that you haven't talked to in 20 years is sitting across the table from you, but their head is shaped like a cat, like those kind of dreams. Like every dream ever. I don't have those kind of dreams unless I am hot. 
Those are fever dreams. Uh, and then uh, this is, there is an outrage, a Starbucks fueled outrage happening right now. And I, I think I operate and Callie, you and I have talked about this. I just believe that more often than not, if I am in public, I am on camera somewhere. Yeah, of course you are. Like even out, like walking down the street, there's, you know, traffic cameras. Mm -hmm. Or if you walk by a gas station, they probably have security cameras on their pumps and they see you. And then I've watched enough live PD and Dateline to know that tons of crimes get solved because a random business has a security camera or even a house has a security camera and in the distance, they see the suspect rock. You and I have talked about this on the show before, because I would be too scared to commit a crime because there's cameras everywhere. Right. So there people are mad at Starbucks because apparently nobody realized that there are cameras in the drive through ordering board. Did you know that there was a camera? Yeah, you there? can see them. I could too, but people are losing it. And Why? I and I think it's the same. I feel like I've seen that little camera at the McDonald's drive-thru also, the new upgraded McDonald's drive-thru boards. Like I'm glad they have them because they know I'm there. Right. Right. And how, how so what's did, the controversy? Is someone like picking their nose or something like that? Or no, you know who that probably is? It's probably, I feel like people that get mad about stuff like that are the people that um, like have second families or something. And they're like, I knew someone in my previous life. Callie is escalating this significantly. I am, sorry. Um, but I knew someone in my previous life that would never want to have anything to do with cameras, people seeing them, whatever. And I realized years later, it's because they had a totally separate life from their family and they didn't want anything. You know what I mean? So, so they, wait, they had a family, like a spouse and kids, Yes. but then they also had some side action and, yes. and two sets of friends and two sets of everything. Yeah. Which to me, I didn't even like, I wouldn't have thought about that before. Cause I'm like, Oh, somebody talking to me faster when I go through the drive through. Perfect. But I also am the person like I'm probably a little too lenient about that stuff because I'm also the person that's like, eh, the government listens on, in on my phone calls. I don't care. Yeah. You know? I, I'm like, well, they're not, I'm not talking about anything interesting. They can listen all they want. Hi, Frank. There's some people who are, are like, I don't want any smart speakers in my house because they're going to eavesdrop on anything. And my thing is, if you want to listen to me argue with Callie about what the ingredients in pimento cheese are. You or I mean? like, what you know, is, like, talk what? to the dogs in a dog voice. Right. If if Perfect. that if that's what you think is going to take this government down, then go for it. Yeah, I totally respect people that believe that. I believe what you want to believe. I just am so not that person. So I um forget that people get upset about things like that because they feel like it's an invasion of privacy, which is a totally rational complaint. I just am not but wired would, that way. It would I'm be like, hey, whatever. It would be different. If the camera, like if it wasn't at the drive-thru, like if they were filming, no, even if you're walking in the store. Does it say in your article why like yeah, it people just felt like it was an invasion of privacy or? Somebody posted a video on TikTok of them. They were a Starbucks employee. They are a Starbucks employee and they were singing people's orders back to them. Mm -hmm. And then they, but they were recording with their phone. They were recording the person's reaction in the drive-thru. Oh, no, that's different. That's what they were doing. 
it wasn't the people in the car who got mad. It was, and then they posted those on TikTok and it went viral and people were responding to it going, wait a minute, Starbucks has cameras in the drive-thru? What are uh, they What are they looking at? See, I would be more upset that someone filmed me and put it on the internet without me knowing. Yeah, That's what I would be upset that per- about. That person doesn't care. Yeah. Or doesn't know. It's the other, pe- it's just other people who are, who are shocked by it. And I just, it, it, I was shocked that people were shocked by it. I'll never, I don't feel like I'll ever be cool enough to be on TikTok. Uh, we might be over the age limit. No, it's- we're not. Cause people are doing it with their kids and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, Emily and her dad were, uh, was on one. Remember I found yeah. him. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things. Maybe, I don't know. How long will it be around? I don't know. I hopefully not. Maybe it'll be like that thing. Remember that video app? Like a, it is, it's the new vine vine. Yes. Do you remember that there were people that were so good? I actually loved vine, but vine yeah. was before Instagram stories. So I think vine became irrelevant. I you- actually really like TikTok If you can get past because so much of it is doing dances, random dances, mm-hmm. which are fine, but everybody does the same dances. So like you watch the same dance like five times, like five different people do it. And you're like, oh, that's cool. But then it's everybody doing the same one. And you're like, eh. but there's a chef on there who does entire recipes in one minute. Cause I think that's your limit. Oh, that's cool. And he does. He, they're so engaging. I think he's actually the only person I follow on TikTok. You know who else I am? Um, I, who's on TikTok That's actually really good at it. Cause he's super good at social media. Raider. Oh, the, my your police dog friend. Friends? Yeah. My police dog friend. She's on um, TikTok and her handler is super good. Um, about doing TikToks with her. It's really funny. We should hire a dog to do our social media because Raider is so far and above. Like not Officer Richie, but like actually Raider. Raider, yes. Is Raider available to be a social media consultant? I have a beautiful human alert. And this is a human that I absolutely love. This guy is a veterinarian and he travels around California offering free veterinary services to, um, the pets of homeless people. So if you don't, uh, if you can't afford to care for your animal, he provides whatever they need for free. Yeah. Like shots, or I think he, um, like may spay and neuter and, um, yeah, he takes care of them. And I love that. He noticed that during the recession, cause he was a vet during the recession that people were coming to his office and like trying to hand over their animals because they couldn't afford to have them. And they were going like into homelessness and stuff like that. Um, and he was like, I really wish there was a way that people didn't have to give up their animals because they're going through a hard time or something like that. So he travels around. Cause when do you need a friend more than when you're going right. through a hard time? And what a better friend than having a cat or, or a dog with you. Right. You've seen like the people on the streets too with like cats that are like parrots. That would be Jeff Dollar. I would have a cat sitting on my shoulder. Yeah, you totally would have a cat sitting on your shoulder. I know it's a terrible thought to have and I feel bad every time I have it. But when I see a, a person on the on the street who is homeless and they have a dog with them, my first thought is usually about the dog. Like, oh, that dog is homeless. And then three seconds later, I'm like, Oh, wait, so is the person with the dog. And I feel terrible because I acknowledge the dog first. I think that um, you're probably not the only one that 
notices the animal first. I, I hope not. If I am, I am terrible and I'm acknowledging it. So you do the beautiful human alert and I'll be sitting over here as the terrible human. <laughs> um, but Dr. Stewart was the GoFundMe hero of February and he's out there getting it done. Let's take a brief moment and say thank you to our partners making the show possible this week. Less stress, more sleep, and more energy are things on all of our lists that we wish we had more of, except for the stress. I wish I had less of that. CBD might be a help for you. We love CBD in our house. We've been using it for years. And Hemp Fusion is a great company. If you're thinking about using CBD, here's why. They take the CBD and they add omegas, terpenes, and other natural ingredients so your body can absorb the CBD and you really see the benefits from that. That's how Hemp Fusion is different. Right now, because you're an upsider, they've got a special deal for you. You can get Hemp Fusion shipped for free anywhere in the U.S., by going to hempfusion.com and then use the promo code UPSIDE when you check out. That'll give you 20% off plus free shipping. That's hempfusion.com. Use promo code UPSIDE for 20% off your first order and free shipping. Liquid IV is a brand new partner to the UPSIDE this week, and we're excited to have them on board. All right. So there's two people in the world. There's people like Jeff that do not hydrate enough and they're really well-intentioned, but they just can't remember during the day to keep drinking water. I am the king <laughs> of pouring a glass of water and then leaving it in the last room that I was in with only a third of it drunk. I mean, every single day. And then there's people like me who are really good at hydrating, but sometimes you need a little extra. Maybe it's after, you know, a night out on the town or something like that. That's when we were drinking ours last weekend is after we went out last Saturday and just needed some more liquid. The lemon lime, by the way, so good. Here's what liquid IV does is it provides three times the amount of water, up to three times the amount of water to your system. They use glucose and sodium and potassium that help the body absorb more water so you get more effects of the hydration in your system. Right now, you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the promo code UPSIDE at checkout, and that'll give you 25% off of anything on their website. Get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the promo code UPSIDE at checkout. Is there something going on inside of you that's preventing you from being the person you know you could be? Have you tried therapy to get over that hump? I know it can be intimidating. First, you got to find the therapist. Then you got to actually show up at their office and tell a total stranger your deepest, darkest secrets. Maybe you could tiptoe into the world of therapy with our friends at BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you online to thousands of therapists. You take a quick quiz and then they use those answers to find somebody who would work for you. And don't worry if you don't love the therapist they assigned to you, you can switch to another one. Thousands of them available all across the 50 United States. You can text them. You can chat with them. You can call them on the phone. You can video chat with them, FaceTime. You can do it all. Usually within 24 hours. Upsiders, you get 10% off your first month using the discount code upside at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com slash upside and use the discount code upside. See if therapy could help you today. 
I am really ashamed to even call myself a Friends fan right now because we didn't even address that Friends was coming back yesterday. The We were in the car driving through downtown Nashville and all of a sudden Kelly goes, oh my gosh, and is holding up her phone because was it Jennifer Aniston's post that it you saw? It was Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox posted about the Friends reunion and you would have thought that Kelly's best friend just gave birth to triplets. That's because it basically did. That's what it she, feels like. She was so, or whatever, how many friends are there? Six. So what's that? Sex tuplets. Yeah. Um, the, here's the thing that's confusing me because the, there was like a lot of um, mystery around the release. It was the, what was it? The anniversary of Friends this year, 20th anniversary of Friends. Where they did the movie theater thing. Yeah, but they were really vague about it. And then we went and like, it was cool, but it just didn't, there wasn't a ton of added value there. And here's what makes me nervous about the thing. There was no added value, right? Wasn't it just theater showings of a couple of episodes? Um, yeah, but there were some behind the scenes thing. The whole okay. thing was a little odd. Um, and I loved it because watching friends in a movie theater. Great. Awesome. Cool. I'm in. Um, uh, but here's what is kind of weird to me. So it says that it's this, when the new streaming service launches in May, that would be HBO max. There's an unscripted special that's going to be there. So to me, I'm like, what is the unscripted special? Like they're not getting back together. They're not doing a show. Um, if they're unscripted, like, is it just the it's six gonna, of them talking? Like, yeah. I feel like we're being set up for a letdown, honestly. And I'm really sad about it. It's going to be like a round table where they, where everybody shares their favorite friends memory and, and I'll be into it, but every, all these media outlets are calling it a reunion. It's not a reunion. And like they all, they all hang out anyways. They all have pictures of each other on each other's social media. Like when they posted the picture of it on Courtney's thing, she just said it's happening. And I was like, oh my God, freaking out. But then they're like, oh yeah, it's an unscripted thing. And I'm like, mm. they, um, they're all making two and a half million dollars each from doing it, which is so crazy because I heard that each cast member of friends in is it called residuals in television or? I don't know. Royalties? Mailbox money, royalties, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is that comes, I think residuals is TV and royalties is music. Whatever you get after something is done and signed, sealed, and delivered, they each make like 15 to $20 million a year. That's 15 to, for a show that hasn't been on the air in two decades oh my gosh. because it runs so much and you know, it was on Netflix and then reruns and all of that. So good. That's amazing. Could you imagine like not no. having, and a lot of them do work, but could you imagine this show doing so well that we just get $15 million a year and we're not actively producing any new content? No. It's that's amazing. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you, like you get up in the morning and you have to think I, don't have to do anything today and I'll make a ton of, I'll make an average person's salary today doing absolutely nothing. Crazy times. Anyways, I am excited because I do enjoy bonus content. I enjoy whatever they're going to do, but um, I'm trying not to let myself get too excited because we don't really know what we're getting into, but it's not a scripted series or anything like that. So we haven't even gotten through all 50 states where we've, we've uh, had 20, I think we're 28 states have checked in with us where we have listeners. Do we have Wisconsin show. on the list? Um, I don't have my phone with me, but I believe we do. Okay. Because someone messaged me the other day and they were like, um, Jeff, stop leaving out Wisconsin because 
W state. I live in Wisconsin. I called and left you a message and I was like, Oh, I'll have to bring that to his attention. Yeah. I think Wisconsin's on the list. Um, I think the, I think the only remaining W state, if I remember correctly is West Virginia. I don't know anyone in West Virginia. I don't think, but, uh, before we even get through all 50 states, people are sending messages going, what about countries? And we got a phone call yesterday that's worth playing. Hello, Kelly and Jeff. This is Elaine calling from Geneva, Switzerland. Love your show. Um, both of you and Kelly, you do so well together. I just really enjoy it. I'm, I actually live in Fort Worth, Texas, but I travel to Geneva for three weeks every three months. So I'm here 12 weeks out of the year. And I make sure to listen to your podcast every morning on my way to work. So thanks for everything you do. I feel like it's changed my thinking um, as far as positivity and gratitude. Have a great day. Bye. So Switzerland, Australia, and Canada and the United States of America have all been and this is not, I mean, yes, we're going after the 50 states where we live, but we would love for you to tell us where you're listening from. And that's awesome. Global. Put us in your phone. We're at 800. And I know we have some new listeners this week. So uh, we welcome phone calls on any topic. You can either comment on something we've talked about or suggest something you'd like us to discuss. Mm -hmm. um, 800-434-5454. If you're listening right now, we're pretty much best friends. So just put us in your phone. 800-434-5454. If you're listening to the show right now and you're listening on the date of release, the Pick Me Up newsletter comes out today. So every Tuesday, we have a Pick Me Up newsletter. It goes out at 2 p.m. Eastern, roughly, every week. And it is full of stuff that just makes you feel good. It's like an extension of our show. And pretty much when we created it, what we wanted to do is get a ton of things that make us feel happy, joyful, hopeful about the world, essentially, and then let you keep it and sit on it. And if your week starts to go south, then you open that email and just zone out for a couple of minutes and read it and it'll make you feel great. We got a message from a woman who referred back to last week's pick me up multiple times just to hear the montage of Katie's baby laughing. If you didn't open it's la the greatest. last week's newsletter, here's what you missed. So if oh you, my gosh, that makes me smile so hard. So if you uh, just need to pick me up, yeah, grab that and uh, know it's there for you. And the baby that we're talking about is Katie's baby. And Katie uh, Burke writes our newsletter every week and oh, yeah. she's awesome at it. She's a journalist and a writer by trade and we're lucky enough to have her. So definitely sign up for that. Go to CallieandJeff.com and click on the newsletter tab and you can quickly sign up to get that today. All right. Before we get to your cereal taste test, do you still want to do that? Shut up. I It, it smells so good that I had to move it across the room during our first segment because it was making me drool. The, uh, before, I'm going to be really let down if it stinks. Before we get to the cereal taste test, I want to ask you a question, Callie, that I heard on another 
podcast. So okay. I'm stealing this right from another show. Do you remember the name of the show? No, but it made, it made me think it was when you were sleeping in the car on the way home from Nashville and I was just clicking through a bunch of shows and somebody raised this question. Self-care, right? Like that's the big thing that everybody talks about, like taking care of yourself, yeah, of right? Course. So self-care, self-care, self-care. So yeah, that's like, if you've had a stressful day, that's taking a bubble bath. Mm-hmm. Right. But can self-care technically be things that aren't healthy? Like if what relaxes you is chain smoking three cigarettes, like is that self-care if it brings you down? Is going out to happy hour with friends and having five martinis or whatever people drink when they go out with friends – like, or shots or whatever, is that self-care? Here's how I would answer that. I would say that if it is in moderation, like if you have a stressful day and you want to go out with a friend and have a glass of wine, have at it. I'm not talking about glass but every, of wine. No, 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 I know. Or you want to, you just a went through of, a divorce. A bottle of wine. You just, you went through a divorce and you want to like our friend that came to the show last year, you're super drunk and you need a night out. Do it. Rock on with yourself. Where it becomes a problem is every time life gets hard. If you, if you are like self-medicating with something that is self-destructive for you. So if you are a smoker who, when you get stressed, you smoke 12 cigarettes at a time, like that I think needs working on. But if you just went through something awful and you're like, I just need a night out and I want to drink and hang with my friends and not think about anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think that is self-care, but I think self-care is also knowing what long-term is going to be bad for you. And if you're someone that can't handle alcohol, self-care is knowing I can't go out and drink too much tonight because that's going to set me up for six months of making poor decisions with alcohol. I think the podcast that I was listening to, if I remember correctly, is called Marriage and Martinis. I think. Oh, okay. And their argument was that self-care is short-term, wellness is long-term. And take substances out of it, like the overuse of, of a substance that's bad for your body, like food or tobacco or alcohol. What if self-care for you is just getting on the couch and not getting off it for an entire weekend? That's my self-care. But that that's not healthy. It's not good. Like, you know, you don't get outside, you don't move around, you don't, you're probably eating pizza, delivery pizza or whatever. But if you've had a rough week, that counts as self-care. I think if it is in matter, if it's not every weekend, right. Then it's fine. Because I wonder how many, I think like self-care is such a thing. What popped into my head is how many people are refusing to do the thing that makes them feel good because they don't think it qualifies as self-care. You know what I'm saying? I think probably a lot of people do that. I think we need to lose. I think we need to have a better understanding. Like self-care isn't just a perfect Instagram worthy bubble bath with a candle and a glass of white wine. Right. Well, and some people might hate baths and that might be terrible. Like I happen to love them, but some people like, I don't find that it is relaxing for me to get manicures and pedicures. So when people are like, Oh my gosh, that's like my ultimate self-care thing. That to me is not my self-care, but 
what I'm saying is if, if your self-care doesn't fit the profile of self-care that's been right. created by this wellness industry, it's still self-care. Like you shouldn't feel guilty about putting your, not ever taking your pajamas off from the time you wake up on Saturday morning until the time you go to bed Sunday night. Agreed. And you marathon watch SVU episodes for 48 hours. Yeah. Or you catch up on every Netflix binge that all your friends are watching and you haven't. That should count as self-care. I agree. Okay. I agree. Well, I just, that's what popped into my head when I was listening to that other uh, podcast is how badly I feel for people who have a guilt assigned to their own type of self-care. What is your self-care? Me? Oh, I don't know. What is it? You know me better than I know me. What's my self-care? You tell me. I don't know. I really don't. Because I think you don't take care of yourself hardly ever. Yeah. So I don't have. So my self-care is taking care of others. That is the saint that I am. Uh-huh. Saint Jeffrey. That's how he'd like oh, to be referred gosh. to going forward. Oh, whatever. All right. Well, thank you for listening today. We appreciate Why it. Why are you trying to close the show? We're going to have my cereal taste test. Jeff, talk about my magic cereal while I get mine. Um, it's just a company called Magic Spoon. And supposedly this cereal tastes as good as the childhood cereal that you grew up eating. Uh, but is much healthier, like lower carbs. I think it's a keto friendly. It's keto friendly. If you, if you do one like gluten free, if you do one of those keto diets, here's what I will advise. Go ahead and dip out of the show now. If chewing sounds and crunching bothers you. Yeah. Cause it's going to be crunching from here on out. And yeah. Okay. Which one should we try first? Um, let's try the chocolate first. I knew you were going to say that. Well, it's the one you open first and it smelled so good. Oh my gosh, this is great. It definitely has an aftertaste. If you don't like stevia, you won't like it because it's sweet with stevia. Who, who knows what stevia tastes like? I do because I eat stuff with stevia. It has an aftertaste. It does? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's try the um, frosted one. What I do- I wouldn't I, eat the chocolate one. When I eat, I try to put stuff in my mouth so quickly that I never notice an aftertaste. Should we have a saltine between these as a proper tasting? As a palate cleanser? The frosted one's really good. Don't shoot right into the mic, Will. You gotta move it. I think the frosted one is better than the chocolate. Frosted one's boring to me. What else? Which one are you trying? Blueberry? Blueberry is really strong smelling. Jeff. Blueberry solid. Blueberry's good. Are you disappointed? Are you let down? Or are you happy? Oh. The fruit one. That is a dead ringer for Fruit Loops. The Fruit Loops one is? Yeah, try it. Are you, how do you feel right now? Because you were so nervous that you were going to be let down. You were so excited about these. I'm definitely not let down. I never have eaten. <sighs> Jeff. He's literally chewing into the microphone. It's grossing even me out, and I don't get grossed up by chewing noises. It is. That is dead on Fruit Loops. Dead on Fruit Loops. Okay, so I never was a – Jeff, pull your microphone away. 
Um, thank you. Okay, so the chocolate one, I would say definitely you can like taste the stevia aftertaste, but I, I've never had chocolate cereal, so I don't really, I didn't have that as a kid, so I don't really know how it's supposed to taste. Um, the frosted cereal is really good. I would definitely eat that one with milk. The blueberries one is, blueberry one is pretty solid. And the fruit one is a dead, I mean, that's as close to fruit. I don't know if I could tell the difference between that and Fruit Loops. I would do Fruit Loop, blueberry, chocolate, frosted. And I think your order was Fruit Loop, blueberry, frosted, chocolate. So the fruit flavored ones are better than the just sweetened ones. I would do frosted, fruit, blueberry, chocolate. You like the frosted more than the fruits? Mm-hmm. Huh. Or you know what I would actually do? I would do the frosted with the fruit. Let me try that combo. <laughs> oh you, I wish we had cameras up so you could see the pains that Callie is taking. Okay, to the not frosted chew. with the fruit, so good. Try frosted with blueberry. It tastes I, like a donut. The blueberry does. I think we could probably be done taste testing. I don't know how compelling this is. Okay, that is some solid stuff. You can only get it online, magicspoon.com. That is Cali approved. Here's the real test. Lily. Lily likes it. Mm. Uh, Lily eats anything, though. Sadie would actually be the real test. Sometimes Yum. sometimes Sadie eats a couple bites of stuff and then just takes it out and sets it on the floor and walks Lily's away. Lily's a scavenger by nature. So she will, when we first got her, do you remember when she used to hide things in her crate? When she had a crate? Like what? Like treats and stuff? She would just hoard stuff. Like there was an apple once on our counter that Jeff set out for me for lunch and Lily got on the counter, took it to where she sleeps and was just like, I'm going to keep this for later. Now, I, I, yes, that's funny, but I wouldn't be totally shocked if I found boxes of this cereal in your closet. That's true. You're doing that's the same true. thing. It's true. I won't even lie. Anyways, really good. Magic Spoon. Callie approved and Jeff approved. I like that you're jumping in on these internet ad things. Yeah, I got you for this week, but next week when you do the Kardashian pants. Oh my God, I would love to see you trying to wiggle into some skims. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. As a husband, I am so proud of a text message I received from my wife. Oh, what did I do? You said that you wanted to take your car in because the engine seemed to be running hot and it made a weird noise when you started it up and you just didn't want anything to go drastically wrong. And stereotypically, I think women are the ones who are like, what? I didn't realize I needed to get an oil change. <laughs> so stereotypical husband is very proud of stereotypical wife. Oh, thank you. And it turns out nothing was wrong with your car, so. Yeah, nothing was wrong with my car, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, but I, years ago, had an engine melt because I wasn't paying attention to the temperature gauge. So when it was a little higher than normal, when I left for work yesterday, I was like, oh, got to take the car in for sure, because I ruined an engine that way, and I had to scrap a car for $200, and that will teach you to look at your temperature gauge. It's T-Bird. Um, okay, so a few things. Nashville event was so, so, so good. 
There were probably about 40-ish people there in and out. Um, the girl that you were talking about whose mom was in the hospital, that's Karen. She literally stopped by by herself to see everybody, which I loved. Um, we had Hannah helped set up the event and Tina. We had Caitlin and Stacy and Carrie and Carrie's mom, T-Bird, and Kim. Ty came. Y'all, it was just really, really, really special. Um, you know, I was telling Jeff last night that for 40 people to be there at the first one is incredible. Usually when you start doing meetups, there's like five people and then they bring a friend the next time. Then they bring a friend the next time and it grows that way. But to start with that many people is incredible. So much love, no judgment. Everyone was amazing. I, I'm just so proud of everybody and everything that we're doing and to be a part of this group. And yes, I love it. Okay, y'all have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. Brothy's is one of my favorite shoe brands. They have over a thousand nearly perfect reviews online. They are a celebrity favorite. They are so cute. And the best thing about the company is that they have used over 35 million water bottles from landfills to make their shoes. But you would never know because they are so comfortable. I wear flats almost every single day. I wear heels too, but when I walk to and from my office, I always wear flats and Rothy's is one of my go-to shoes. I have three pair and this is a company that I've spent my own money on. I have been a happy customer of theirs for months now. Go to rothys.com slash upside to get your new favorite flats. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Hi guys, this is Heather and I was cracking up on Friday's Three Things You Need to Know. My siblings and I discovered Weenus a long time ago, and I just introduced that to my seven-year-old, and he thinks it's hilarious. But not knowing the name of your niece skin, he decided it would be called your Ninas. So we now have a Weenus and a Ninas. Love you guys. Bye. Callie and Jeff, this is Katie and Glenna. I just catching up on two episodes and laughing so hard. Jeff is talking about the orange jasani and the toots, which is the best word, and Callie getting embarrassed and wanting to change the subject. It just feels like I'm listening to a conversation with my two best friends. It sounds like something, you know, my husband and I would, you know, laugh and joke about, and I just love feeling like um, um, part of the game. Love it. Keep it up. Thanks. Hey guys, this is Andrea from Atlanta. I had to pause the show because I can't believe that you guys living in, a, in Atlanta have never flicked anybody off while driving. And it's flick. F-L-I-C-K, not flip. So anyway, um, I'm a woman, obviously, and I have flicked people off while driving many a times in my life. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Jeff. First time caller. Calling to tell you about the wraps that I found on Weight Watchers. They're the Olay Full Fiber Wraps. They're only one point, so they would be fantastic for breakfast burritos or dinner burritos. Thanks, guys. Hey, this is Sarah calling. Um, Jeff, you are talking about how nobody's cried for you when they met you. I totally was that person that fangirled over you back in 2017 at your comedy show. I met you, and I was trying to play it so cool. 
and so calm and collect, and I got in the car, and I just started crying from how excited I was. So, Callie's not the only person. We totally do it for you, too. All right. Bye, y'all. Hey, guys. It's Marnie. I am a bit behind. I am traveling for work and catching up on episodes, and I needed to call you about episode 175. I hate radio. Um, been into podcasts for um, probably six months or so, um, maybe a year max. But I will tell you what I liked about the commercial and the way Jeff pitched it versus a snippet from the show is I like how he pitched it that you guys actually talk about real life and your lives every single day. And I think that's what will grab listeners. We all go through ups and downs every day in our life. And having something that's relatable, no matter where you're at or what you're dealing with, I think is what's really going to pull people in. So, Jeff, I love your voice. I have listened to you on the radio for forever, so I can't tell you I hear a difference. But I do really love the commercial, and I think it's a good one. So, forward to seeing the upside continue to grow. Thanks, guys. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.